And the audio, too. Unbelievable. Okay, here we go. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, dogs and cats, to the Eric Anders Lang Show. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. today. I'm excited. Um, Joji, you were there for that. That was a late night chat. That was about 9 p.m. I think we had all taken a shower and toweled off, but still somehow felt separately. Uh, Still felt wet from the round that day. It was raining cats and dogs. Yeah. Jesus, Joe, Joe. Just not really, not really clear. Anyway, it was a really good interview. <laughs> it was a great interview. Uh, Ricky's like a one of the top stock car racers in the world, and he, he, you know, his he has a lot. You know, his you would I would kind of expect. I guess the thing is, like, I would expect him to be kind of insane, but he's actually pretty normal, and it's a lot like golfers. You know, it's very like calm and collected. You, well, you have to be calm, cool, and collected in the like when you're sitting in one of those cars and you're going that fast. It kind of makes sense. You have to be crazy, and you have to be able to be calm while you're being crazy. Learning how to be calm, be calm while you be crazy. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he's a uh, full time NASCAR uh, NASCAR Cup Series he drives the number forty seven Chevy Camaro ZL one. And I went for a hot lap with him once. It was it's on my Instagram. It was like fucking terrible. That's how y'all met, right? Yeah. And yeah. that was that was at, so that was in Austin. Yeah, basically, I went out to Coda during the Dell match play, and um, all of these pro golfers were doing hot laps. And um, the driver of the car gets out, and he's like, "Eric, I'm a huge fan. Jump in the car." And I was like, "Wait, what?" And like, it was just insane. Which leads us to we didn't record the pod that day. We recorded it. The day after the PGA Championship. Yeah. Which we talk a little bit about what was going on that day. You played golf there. Yeah, we tried to, we, we, we shot a break 90. And one of the craziest stories around a break 90. I mean, it's... The lightning? Yeah, the lightning. The rain. I mean, it was the Next day. We got delayed. It was, it's it's just, a, it's, it's a really good story. I hope one day, like, people get to see it. That's kind of my... Yeah, we'll look into that. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, so Ricky's a great guest on today's show, which as always... This is brought to you by the best rangefinder in golf and the official rangefinder of Random Golf Club. Precision Pro Golf's NX10 is here now. It's on the RGC website. And the coolest thing about this rangefinder is uh, you've got a way to customize your own rangefinder. We've got two Random Golf Club, I don't know what they're called, like faceplates or like... What? Yeah, like a plate, a sleeve. A sleeve. We're still working on the terminology. Yeah, what would you Because it's so that? brand new. It's innovative. It's kind of like a shazzle. It makes this sound when you take it off and you clamp it back on. Satisfying. Do it again. Sick. I want to hear it again. It's nice. pretty dope. Yeah, yeah we, we, the one I'm holding right now, it's got this like blue relief, um, really cool random design, but there's also the monogram. Bum, bum, bum. You can't, you can't, you just got to go get one. It's a good looking rangefinder. It's also got the magnet on it. The magnet's the best part. Yeah, it mag- it's, and it actually, it's, uh, it, uh, it's a magnet that repels bogeys. I didn't know that. That so hasn't it, so far. That hasn't yeah. worked for me. Yeah, I must need to turn yeah, on that setting. It, right. Got a slope rating on. Slope and then bogey rating. Bogey rating. Got to turn the bogey bogey defense. Can't use it in tournament play, folks. This pod is brought to you by Bogey Defense, your new VPN for bogeys. It's a it's a bogey private network. It comes in like an aerosol, like virtual bogey negotiator. <laughs> but most importantly, if you've always wanted a rangefinder, don't want to break the bank. Uh, you're going to want to take your game to the next level. Go to precisionprogolf.com, and you're going to use code ERIC. It's $20 off your first purchase. I got to say, Jojo, it's good to have you back on the show. I, like, I've uh, missed you. 
it's we you know what 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 did you do your last show was in the middle of oh my god i was in a 110 degree hotel room without i didn't i didn't have this sd card for my zoom recorder so it's nice to be back in an air-conditioned space with windows it's also nice though that to know you can do it anywhere at any time you know <laughs> even in captivity like, like post-nuclear <laughs> apocalypse dystopia you're gonna be fine yeah, i mean nuclear nuclear apocalypse doesn't affect the whole world does it uh, hopefully it'll be one of those small ones. Yeah, yeah, we're, we're hoping for a, a localized. Yeah, you know, it's you know what I, you know one thing I got really obsessed with when I was younger was Bikini Atoll. The Bikini Atoll, you know where they did the tests. Yeah, the testing. It's kind of a vibe down there. Yeah, I I love the idea that the scientists were picking where to do it. Yeah, and they were one of them was like, well, we I mean we could go to the Bikini Atoll. Yeah, and the other guys were just like, <laughs> like you could see the the nerdy eyebrows just raising. Um, Oh, we have another announcement. This just in. The RGC Roadshow will be coming to you live this week from the home of golf. The 150th Open Championship at the Old Course. Yeah, we're going to be in St. Andrews. <laughs> it's That's pretty sick. sick. Have you been to Scotland? I've never been to Scotland. Holy only, shit. Only ever been to London. So have you ever been to the Old Course? <laughs> Crazily <laughs> enough. <laughs> I was going to see if maybe you would say yes. <laughs> Dude, are you fucking kidding me? Have you been, you've been to England? I've been to, I've been to London. Okay. And just like just inside the city. London's property. different. Yeah. Have you been to, have you been to Ireland? I've never been to Ireland. Oh my God, dude. Yeah. I mean. Fucking, you're, you're going to shave. Will you shave your head? Well, shave your head. That's one way. That's one thing to do this way. I want you to express your excitement by if shaving. If you go and subscribe to the RGC YouTube channel, the radio, RGC radio, search on YouTube and we get another thousand subscribers. Yeah. I'll shave my How head. How many subs do we have on YouTube right now? About a thousand. So if we get to 2,000 subs on RGC Radio YouTube channel, oh my god, that's so possible! It's so realistic. Oh, 5,000 <laughs> subscribers is going up. All right, well we got a new CTA here. Um, anyway, check us out at the Open Championship. We're going to be uh, doing daily shows and recaps and previewing every round. Uh, plus, we're going to have interviews with players, caddies, and other personalities throughout the next several weeks. So look forward to the RGC Road Show. Um, we're very excited to have some fan favorites uh, back on the show that you've heard before and you'll be hearing again. Hashtag Akbar, hashtag Seamus Golf, hashtag Iona. Iona, oh, she's great. I can't wait to see her again. Uh, maybe we could drag Rick back in. That'd be the quickest back to back. Um, and then we also have, um, gosh, who else is going to come back on? Anyway, it's going to be a lot. Oh, Mia, Mia's going to come and do the, Mia Baker's going to come. We, we've we never even met, but we've like been internet friends forever. So that's cool. I've like seen her swing get better, which is super exciting. Anyway, uh, very excited. So strap in for a great show with Ricky Vroom Vroom. Is that his nickname? Ricky Vroom Vroom Jr. <laughs> Ricky, Dumb welcome man. to the Eric Andrews Lang Show. How are you feeling? I'm feeling good. I feel like I'm on the hot seat. You're, 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 it's like a warm seat. It's like a mellow seat. I mean, I'm feel I feel casual, ready to go. But we're, we're describe why you feel casual. Uh, I mean, we're in an Airbnb that um, it's laid out, perfect, decorated, nice. I mean, I feel like this is kind of your vibe. <laughs> it's like super casual in the kitchen, I mean, like seventies. Actually, yeah, these couches are pretty sick. Yeah, we're uh, and we're in Tulsa. Have you do you visit Tulsa very much? I visit Tulsa once a year. Once a year. And but, this year twice, but not on this weekend. This year, you're here for a different reason. This weekend, I'm here normally for a dirt race that's all week long in January, which is our off season. And so, I come here for a week, race dirt cars, and then go home, and then come back next January. So, uh, I mean, Southern Hills playing this week made for another good reason. You uh, you came up 
you you we i mean the circumstances of our of our introduction it's pretty funny like because we were the intersection of golf and auto racing yeah is 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 it a is it a is there a large intersection there there's a huge intersection i think um and like even more so you know after being uh in austin there with you know leishman and uh answer and taylor they yeah. were massive car guys, you know, yeah. love going fast and, uh, you know, and then obviously really good golfers and, you know, on our side of things, ton of NASCAR racers and drivers and even fans and down through like the lower ranks of racing, like a lot of people play golf. So yeah. I'd say it's a pretty good crossover. There's kind of a connection there between like, it's kind of like, uh, there's like, it's like a craft, there's a level of adrenaline on some level, you know, like how far, you know, cause with golf, it's kind of like, how good am I? Like, how good can I play for how long? And with cars, yeah. it's like, how long can I not crash? Kind of, it's like, it's kind of like, yeah. you're trying not to crash in both sports. Yeah. You're not, you're trying to put the perfect lap together without overstepping it. Right. So, you know, whether it be a tucked pin that you're trying to shoot at, when you probably shouldn't, uh, or, or, you know, you run a 30 second lap and you feel like, Hey, I need to run a 29.8 second lap. You yeah. know, like I've got to push it that little bit further. Uh, and is the car capable or, or am I capable? And is there, cause in, I don't know about, I've, I've never actually personally driven a car on a track. I actually, I paid in Austin. I paid for a track day. Yeah. And then I, and I woke up the next morning with a flat tire and I called the guy who I paid and I was like, Hey man, I know I booked a track there, but I have a flat tire. And he goes, sounds like more of a you problem. And I was like, no, no, oh. but just like, can I, can I like come postpone it? And he was like, I'm going out of business. And I was like, like so I can't get my money back. And he was like, no. Oh dang. And uh, yeah, it was kind of, anyway, whatever. Side note, it doesn't really matter, but I, the, I've never really driven on a track. But the reason why I bring it up is because in golf, there's like an element of letting go that for me is a, like, like involved in my best rounds. Is it the same with driving? Uh, letting go. Like, I don't know. No, I feel like in, in racing, like you got to go like, get it. Yeah. Like it's not, you know, I feel like golf, like we talked about it today, like, you know, swinging too hard or like right. you know, letting the club face or letting the club do most of the work. Right. In driving, most of the time, if you like, yeah, you can go faster if you back it down just a little bit. But for the most part, like restarts and things like that, if you're not aggressive and don't go get it, then, you know, you'll get passed. Right. Like, I mean, you got to be pretty much on the edge at all times. How many years have you been in NASCAR now? Who? Uh, the Cup Series, like top level since 2013. <laughs> How? How intense is it in the car? I mean, it's like I'm actually picturing it right now. And I'm like, that must be the most intense thing on earth. Uh, I mean, I gave you a ride in the Camaro. Uh, in the Camaro. Dakota. I mean, that was, but that was a nothing compared to your. <laughs> no. Just, no, but uh, you got a little taste. Of, I got a little taste. You know, what kind of like at least. But you were like chit-chatting as we were driving. Yeah. You, you were like, yeah. so tell me about the night. Yeah, but like, I mean, and that's how we are the whole time. Right. You know, like I'm talking to my spotter, my crew chief, telling them, "Hey, the car's doing this," and like we're talking, going through the corner if we if we need to. That's but, insane. um, but it's intense. I mean, it. 
the temperatures get hot in our cars. Uh, so middle of summer, uh, you know, it'll get 140 to 155 degrees in our car. It, your skin is experiencing 140 or 55 degrees. Yeah. That's so like you, a sauna for hours. Yeah. For four hours. Wow. Uh, I know a couple of our guys, like, um, remember when they used to do that sports science mm-hmm. and the guys would like swallow like the pills or whatever. And it like recorded all this information. Well, they did it. And I think Denny Hamlin actually did it. And like his heart pumped the same amount of blood that a marathon runner would pump in a Whoa. race. Yeah. Oh, cause you could see the vault cause, cause blood, cause a healthy heart. Yeah. I guess is the measure of an athlete like, kind of. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah, that's crazy. Because our bodies are trying to cool ourselves off. Then you have your adrenaline and, you know, you're trying to put your car on the edge and then you got 30 other not 39 other guys, you know, doing the same thing. And so And how would you rate the 40 of y'all on like the mental health scale? Mental health? Yeah, like are you guys are, are the are the 40 guys on a NASCAR track? Are you guys crazy? We don't think we're crazy, no. Right. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, I'm sure there's some people that think we're crazy, but you don't seem crazy to me. No, I, I would say most of us are super calm. Like legit, if you were like, I'm in finance, I do accounting. Let me know. You can believe that. I would be like, cool, man, cool. How's that yeah. going? You know. But like when you, I don't know. For me, like I've always been like pretty shy, quiet. Not a whole lot to say outside of the car, but like. Once most of us drivers get in the car, totally different. Interesting. And you ought to like, I mean, they always do like this thing called radioactive Mm -hmm. and you can really see some drivers personalities, you know, like they record every time we hit the button and talk to our team. Yeah. yeah. And so anytime you get like mad or, you know, pissed off or something like it's recorded and like they always play it. And so... So do you got to like filter some guys, some guys hardly speak a word outside of then all of a sudden you hear them, you know, <laughs> online and you're like, dang, wow, they're furious. He was pissed. Yeah. Well, that's, that's probably cause you're just on another level. Like you're just, you're like, it's, it's like, is, is that stress or what is that? Uh, it's frustration mainly. Cause like if you're not leading, you want to be. And yeah. so you keep, you know that if your car is capable of going faster, you can do it. Like that's like the mindset. And so when your car is not doing what you need it to do, you get kind of frustrated. Reasonable. And so that's where I think that comes from. And then obviously when, you know, somebody does something to you on the track that like, you're like, dang, he cut me off. He did this or did that. Then people get pretty frustrated as well. But it's just, an intense environment once you're in the car for sure. And like, you know, for us, you know, our sport's totally different than any other sport. I would say golf might be similar other than, you know, like we're doing, like we have our partners, like some of our sponsors, we're taking pictures four or five minutes before we get in the car, you know? And then like we jump in, we put our helmet on and it's like, all right, it's go time. Yeah. You know, it's like you're, you're signing autographs for fans for driver introductions 20 minutes before you get in the car and go. So like, you don't have like your like certain range session locker room, you know, come out to the first tee and just roll with it. Like you got to go from entertainment, you know, off the track to, all right, Hey, it's time to go. 
now to like major motor skill, like hand-eye coordination. Yeah. Yeah. Like I do a lot of warm up stuff in my bus, like juggling and balance and stuff, you know, kind of get the heart rate going a couple things that I do before I go out. But that's still like, that's, you know, 45 minutes to an hour before like I actually get in the car. Right. You know, so I don't know if it really helps, but I think it does. Yeah, I mean, it would. It, it would definitely would. And I would imagine the whole, like, the entertainment factor would be, yeah, that would be a lot. Like, you can't get in the zone. Yeah, like, you are you get in the zone, like, after the national anthem. Whoa. Like, get in the car, put your helmet on. We normally have, like, four pace laps, and then we're going green. Right. Like, Jeez. hey, here we go, boys. So, on the uh, with, with when considering, like, because it's funny, because hearing you talk about, like, being on the um, on the radio and, like, you know, getting upset when, when things aren't performing the way you expect them to. Like I was thinking about, I don't really get, I get more upset on the golf course than, than most other places. You know what I mean? Like when you really think you should have made a putt. Yeah. Or when you really thought like, you know, ah, like that wasn't, you know, like. Dude. So like, I, I mean, I was playing with my dad and like I threw a club, got mad and he's like, I'm never going to play with you again. If you get that mad, like, like golf for me, like, right. It's supposed to be fun, enjoyable. Like it should be for most everyone. It's not our job. It is something that we enjoy. Yeah. It's it's an optional game. And so I actually started enjoying golf so much more because I was like, you know, like I'm not good enough to get that mad. And there's my life doesn't depend on it. If I make this putt or not. Right. And so then I enjoy golf so much more. So wait, when did this happen? When did the, uh, I, I'm not, I'm not going to say I haven't thrown any clubs <laughs> since then, but, um, man, this was probably 2013. Okay. So a while ago. Yeah. A while yeah. ago. Yeah. 12, 13. And your dad is who got you into golf. He is like, he would golf, um, I don't really ever know how, I don't remember like how good he was, but like he would go golf. I mean, he builds race engines for a living and race dirt cars and stuff. And, uh, I'm left-handed. So he got me a club made and I just hit it down the fairway till I got to the green. Uh, and that's how I got into it. Just hit it down the fairway till I got to the green. Yeah. That's just the way to play. Yeah. I just started at the box and just didn't get in the cart and just. Met him at the green. Yeah, we've really made golf quite a puzzle. I'm just like imagining now. It's like all those shots where like, you know, me, like I'm watching you like curve the ball around the tree. And then we're like trying to get there and we should get there in four. It should get, it should up and down. You know what I mean? Like you just hit it straight down the fairway. It's got to be a lot easier. Southern Hills, your first, uh, I've, you and I have never even been here before. Have you played the, you haven't played the course? No. What's like your, how many, do you play a lot when you're, you you play a lot while you're on the road? I play more on the road than I do at home, I would say. That's amazing. Which, I mean, it's cool because I get to see a lot of different courses. Uh, but, you know, I got a membership at home that I don't use near enough. Right. We'll, we'll get into it, but you play so much on the road that you've developed a league. Yes. And tell, tell me a little bit about that really quick. So we got, uh, Denny Hamlin and I got together. We were at a test and I can't remember, maybe New Hampshire at lunch break. We're just sitting there talking, chatting. We're like, dude, we all play golf together all the time. 
let's set up a league. We can have entry fees. That way we can pay some points. Uh, like we'll do it like the FedEx cup. Like, you know, the further you go, like the last event pays double points, all this stuff. And so we like set it up. We got trophies, set up a modified stable for format that, that we thought was, was good. And we just rolled with it. And so we do minus one for triple because we got, we got guys all over the place. Handicap wise, right. like we've got some pluses. We've got some twenties. Oh, wow. So that's quite a bit. And it's like 40 guys. It's 24, 24. Okay. 24. And, uh, yeah. So we play once a month, play eight events, uh, and keep point systems, got a bet sheet and everybody gets together. Hardest part is trying to get everybody's schedule. Yeah. And we kind of play similar courses, like the same courses every year. So like they're expecting us, right? Like they get us our 60 times that we need or, you know, whatever. So, right. Um, and kind of let us have free range of the day, but, um, dude, it's so fun. Is that like a bit of a spectacle? Like when you go out and play, are people like, wait a minute, is that this is not the norm? Do you guys, do you guys fit in or does it, does it seem like there's a, something a little bit? Uh, there's something a little different. Like we haven't had it the last year, but like, I mean, we would do pre-round interviews, national anthem before we tee off on like the, I mean, we would do all kinds of stuff. I love it. Yeah. Um, we do a trophy presentation close to 18th green. Right. I mean, yeah, we do it all. Victory lane interviews or, you know, whatever you call that in golf. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what that is in golf with the 19th yeah. hole, I guess. Yeah. The 19th hole. Yeah. Interviews. That's amazing. Yeah. So it's dude, it's so fun. I mean, we, we have a blast with it. So when you, when you, um, when you're traveling though, and you, you're, when did you first start like, Cause a lot, a lot of musicians have experienced, I think where it's like, I'm on the road and effectively I'm a little bored, right? Cause like I, I'm here for X days. I'm required for about, you know, 8% of that time. Yeah. When did golf become like the solution to some extent for maybe that problem or, or if it was at all? Uh, I, I would say when I got into the cup series, uh, in 2013, um, you know, I played more at home, I would say, than I did on the road uh, when I was in uh, what is now the Xfinity Series, kind of like the minor league. The feeder like the tour, yeah. Before the Cup Series. Yeah. And like our schedule, you'd come in Friday and then you would race Saturday. Wasn't a ton of off time. Well, when I got to the Cup Series, we practiced on Friday, qualified like Friday night slash afternoon. And then we would practice Saturday morning. We'd be done at noon and then we wouldn't race until Sunday. Right. And so you got all afternoon on Saturdays to do whatever. And so all of us golfed and we keep a set of clubs on our motorhomes cause we stay on, you know, our buses during the weekend and dude, we'd load up and we got different, you know, golf tracks that we go to around the country. So you, you stay in the track. Yeah. Inside you, don't, the track. you don't mess around with a hotel. No. Do some people stay in hotels? Yeah. But you just prefer being I would on say the, the majority stay in right. motorhomes. Yeah. Because it's just like, it's your normal world. So convenient. Yeah. I yeah. mean, like I stayed in, when I was in the Xfinity series, I stayed in hotels and stuff. But, right. um, you know, when you're there for three days and you can kick your feet up in your own place. Yeah. Go eat lunch, go eat dinner, 
you know, sleep in a little bit. Yeah. You know. So then how do you go to the golf course? Do you have a car there? Yeah, we get a rental. They just give you a rental. Like from what company? Like an actual rental company? Yeah. No, we fly in. The teams fly in. They give you, they, they fly in like your favorite car. No, no, the teams. We fly, our whole team will fly into an airport. Oh. And they'll have the rental cars sitting there when we get off the plane. But is it an actual rental car company, like a brand? Yeah, like, like it's Enterprise some, it's, or National or Avis. What? There's they, no way. And you pull in and you give them your ID and you're like, it's my rental car? Yeah, we just roll out. That's insane to me. Yeah. It's insane to me that you're a professional driver and then you go rent a car at an airport at the same place I do. Well, I mean. I mean, I get that you have a valet or whatever that they bring it around yeah. and they're like, here's your car, mister. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're in a parking lot. I mean, because there's, uh, you know, 40 teams. Yeah. But and like, we all fly into the same area. Dude, there'll be a hundred and something rental cars. But. But shouldn't you have a like, a, I want you to have a special, I want you to have like. Well, I have one that gets pulled behind my motorhome. Oh, and that's your car. It's technically mine, but my they, bus driver uses it. And what car is that? It's a F-250. Okay. Because it, it hauls a golf cart in the back. Because <laughs> <laughs> around the track. bro, I love it. Because around the track, we use golf carts to like go right, do all, all our appearances right. and stuff. I'm when just, you come, I'll I'll give you dude, a full tour. Dude, I cannot wait. Yeah. I can't wait. Yeah. Wait, I'm just really stuck on this idea that, like, I want you to, like, I just need you to be in, like, an optimum vehicle as you're driving around the town. Dude, sometimes I'll get a minivan. <laughs> sometimes I'll get a Suburban. Sometimes a... No way, dude. Toyota 4Runner. Sometimes, like... And, a Ford and, Explorer. Like, and you're totally able to just switch. Like, it's just like, now I'm in a minivan on the street. No yeah, I don't, it doesn't bother me. It doesn't bug you. No, because most of the time, like, I'm just driving to the track. I practice. But there must be sometimes when you're driving and you're like, you're looking at the Apex. <laughs> and you're minivan. just like, mm, like, like oh, looking yeah. good, you know? Yeah. Like, or like, there's a road that's extra smooth and you're like, mm. no? Because it, it doesn't exist in golf, is what I'm saying. Like, you don't all of a sudden, there's no, there's no golf as a tool. Yeah. It's only a toy. Golfers and they they get nice rentals. <laughs> yeah, dude, they do, right? They get nice. That's rentals. what I'm talking about. Yeah. And they're uh, all parked there for them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You, why wouldn't they just be like, yo, like here is your car specced out? Like, they're, even the seat. We've done like the seats. Got your name. I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know. We need well, to I figure mean, this out. They're there for a week. Yeah, we're I guess there so. for two, three days. I guess that's true. And then we true, drop yeah. them back off. That is different. Or in this case, I drove it from Fort Worth to Tulsa. Did you ever see, did you ever watch Jackass? Uh, yeah. Remember when, remember when they rented the car and took it to the demolition derby? Yes. And then he came back. Yeah. <laughs> We're like, what happened? And he's like, I got the insurance. Yeah. I mean, you pay for the insurance. That's like Days of Thunder. Yeah. Oh, dude. I mean, do you have a favorite? Do you have a favorite movie? Favorite? Six uh, Pack. What is it? Six Pack. That's it. I don't, I've never even heard of that. Have you heard of that? What? None, none of us have heard of this movie. Six Pack. Six Pack with Kenny Rogers. I mean, I love Kenny Rogers. It's a driving movie? It's a racing, a re, yeah. Six pack. Six pack. I'm just going to Google it really you quick. You got to watch the trailer. Okay. All right, I'll watch the trailer. <laughs> I'll watch the trailer. There's this kid named, well, you'll just have to see it. Is it new? No. Okay. No. Six pack movie. Like oh. in the 80s. Oh, wow. Yes, 82. Yeah. It's a 45% ranking. I no. mean, but yeah. It's, <laughs> yeah. The people that love this movie don't even know how to get on the internet. 
Yeah. Okay. Two and, all right. We're going to watch the trailer. We're going to go to a quick ad break. I'm going to watch this trailer really quick while we're, while we're breaking. Ever since Prime Week began, I've been a huge supporter of what it's about. Ultimately, we want savings. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to hear, I'm here to help you add savings to your life. You're going to improve your health and add years to it. And if you don't, like, you know, your money back. You're, <laughs> you're missing out, dude. Ultimately, Inside Tracker lets you take control of your wellness by providing a personalized health analysis that goes well beyond what you get with annual blood work. That's a fact. That's anyway, true. fuck annual blood work. Go to insidetracker.com slash EAL show. And for Prime Week until July 15th, you're going to get 31. That's 31% off your entire Inside Tracker order. Get a clear and comprehensive picture of what's going on inside. What's really going on, JoJo? What's really going on? That's an inside joke. InsideTrackerJokes.com slash biz599. Put yourself on the path to living healthier, longer with InsideTracker. Legitimately, though, please go to InsideTracker.com slash EAL show. Get your discount. I've been using it. I like. I thought the insights were valuable. And if you fuck with Prime Week, then <laughs> then they're gonna they're gonna give you more of a discount. And as you know, it's a big discount. Yeah, this is the week to do it. You know, you, we, we've been getting a really good deal with Inside Tracker to give you twenty percent off. But if you've been holding out, get on this journey with us because you get this nutrition supplements customizable action plan, and now it's thirty one percent off, like a third of your entire order. InsideTracker.com slash EAL show. Get into it. So uh, I, I wanted to ask you, I don't know why I'm obsessed with this, but like, do you, what's your sleep routine? This is, I'm really interested in this stuff right now. Do, do you care much? Are you, are you like kind of OCD when it comes to sleeping or are you just like, whatever? No, I'm just whatever. So yeah. I will say like, I definitely learned a lot when I switched over to stock car racing. Yeah. Like when I moved to North Carolina. So I grew up racing dirt cars and we raced at night. And you would get done back in bed 2 a.m. Whoa. And, but you wouldn't start racing. Like your practice would be at six o'clock at night. Like you would work on the car during the day, race, you know, six to you get in bed at two and kind of do it all over again. Well, when I first got to North Carolina, I'd go testing stock cars. We'd start testing at 9 a.m. And so like I would test in the morning after lunch, I'd be good. And then all of a sudden I'd like get slower. Like I was just worn out cause I would stay up too late. Right. So I kind of shifted my kind of sleeping pattern, I guess. And now, um, you know, obviously with the whoop and stuff, like I really, I try and watch what I eat the night before the race, make sure I get, you know, don't eat too close to when I'm going to bed. Yeah. Make sure I get good sleep. Uh, so I feel like I, I definitely look at it 10 times more than I ever looked at it. Yeah. Th- that's where I'm at actually. And like, and cause, cause I spend, cause I, I think about it a lot. Cause we have that thing in common where you're like, you're on the road situation can be different, you know? And you, you're also kind of, you kind of want to just be in your optimum energy Yeah, yeah when it's it, time to go. Yeah. Like days that, so before I ever had a whoop or anything that looked at my sleep, like I could wake up and I'm like, man, I don't, I don't feel perfect. Right now when those days that I feel like that, I can look and I'm like, yeah, I'm not right. You know? And now I'm like, hey, I feel pretty good today. And yeah. I look at it and it's like, oh, you're in the green. Let's go. 
And so like I try to get in the green race day. Yeah. Like that's the goal. That's the goal. For sure. For us, like our cars, our engines, like they're right. perfect every time we go out. And we don't race them the day before full time and then race them again. You know, once we race them, we bring them back to the shop, tear them all the way down, put them back together. Wait, wait, wait. No way. The engine gets completely rebuilt? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. How much work is that? Well, I mean, like, we're not going to race it the next weekend. You get, a, you get a little bit of a gap? Well, like, well, they have engines. They have a swap engine. engine. Yeah. So, like, if we race a car this weekend, no issues to it. Like, don't crash it or anything. Like, we'll race it again probably four weeks later. With a rebuild? Yeah. Like, we'll tear it all the way down, put it back together, double check everything. Make and- sure there's no cracks in anything and... The engine is completely rebuilt yeah. every race. Yeah. That's in, that's like hundreds of hours of labor. No. It, really? It's quicker than anything. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a lot of work, but like... What's the, what's the engine you guys are running right now? We run a Chevy. We're, we're uh, Hendrick Engines. Okay. So Hendrick is uh, the biggest Chevy team. Okay. Uh, and they have the engine shop. And so there's two different engine manufacturers for Chevys. It's uh, ECR which is RCR, uh, Richard Childress Racing, uh, who Dale Earnhardt drove for back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and then Hendrick. And so they build the two Chevy engines. Uh, our team doesn't build them. We lease them from Hendrick. Common. Yeah. What's the spec on the engine itself? Uh, it varies. So we got, I'm trying to think, we've changed it a lot. At the mile and a half racetracks now, we are at, 670 horsepower chill uh i don't know how they came out with 670 like when i first started it was like 850 wait why'd it go down uh cost cost and maybe they wanted the racing to be tighter or something yeah it just mainly i mean dude we were spending teams were spending so much money developing engines and and they want new manufacturers to be able to come into our sport right without having to build an engine that's almost 900 horsepower i mean that's uh yeah that's 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 the limit yeah so we run 670 and then we run 500 horsepower on like our bigger tracks like daytona and talladega okay and that's all restricted mainly with the uh restrictor plate so like just reduces the air coming into the intake okay and so that's how they kind of regulate the horsepower because you could just you could put like some blast some air in there and get more yeah right what is the uh it's kind of like it's kind of like cavity back irons you know what i mean (laughs) i mean get a lot of pop out of that you know what i mean it's true yeah it's true free free yardage you (laughs) have you ever had a hole in one dude not even close really i've holed out from fairways from 130, 150 yards, never even come close to a hole in one. <laughs> I say, I say not close, like a foot or two, but not, not like a foot of like, Hey, it rolled right past it. Like I'd be a foot short or something. Right. Like, right. No. I've I feel like you're with plenty of hole in ones who are like worse than you. You're pretty good. No, they're good. You're a good golfer though. Dude, sometimes <laughs> like, I don't know how my index is what it is. Like I look, we do a lot of gambling with our golf and 
Yeah, you need so to get like, that handicap I don't up. Put, I'm not just, I'm not like a, uh, like a, I don't know what they call it, like a vanity handicap. Like yeah. I'm not, I don't want my handicap to be low. No. It does me no good. It doesn't help. Um, it actually makes it worse for when I go play like with you and cameras are around. They're like, <laughs> you're what? As you long know, as like, you, yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's where it's at right now. Like, yeah. I would say I feel comfortable with my index around a six or a seven. See, I feel like I have a vanity handicap and I am a six or a seven. I feel like I should be a 13. No way. No, <laughs> I don't see how it's a six or a seven. You think I'm lower than that? Dude. I played today, well today. I played well today. I mean, you made bogeys from everywhere today, which that's the was goal. impressive today. I mean, these are 500-yard bogeys. Look, this is a full-scale bogey. You made a 500-yard par-4 par. That's true. That's true. And a 636-yard birdie. That was incredible. That was like one of the... Honestly, though, I think... Which that's, to me, I'm like, yeah, that is what it is. Like, you hit three good shots, you're going to have... Yeah, it doesn't really matter the length. You know what I mean? But it's like driver. was impressive. Yeah, it was, dude, it was a fun day. Like going back to Southern Hills and just in general, like some of the golf you've seen around the country as you've been traveling, what sticks out to you is like memorable. Played so many good golf courses. And like, I don't really like, like, oh, that's my favorite. Like, I just like nice golf courses. Yeah. The nicer the course, normally the better I play, I feel like. Really? Yeah. I don't know. That's fucking awesome. Except for today. <laughs> I mean, it was used up. I mean, the pros used it up. I mean, they week. took a lot of the juju away. Yeah. yeah they, yeah. they like, that course had a lot of like uh, bogeys on it just waiting yeah. around. I mean, dude, they had a lot out there themselves. And that, I think that scared me a little bit. You, you played Beth Page after the PGA there yeah. a couple of years ago. What was that experience like? Well, it was dry, which was nice. Today um, was soaking wet. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't know the yardage difference. Yeah. I think we talked about this a little bit today. Like, but I felt like Beth Page played longer. Yeah. Than. Oh, for Southern sure. Hills. Yeah, I think it does. You yeah. know, just with the rough. You know, because today I felt like you could advance the ball out of the rough with a like a decent distance, get it closer to the green. I felt like at Beth Page Black, it was grab your wedge. Yeah. Get it out. And then you still have a four iron in, you know, like yeah, that, that, that wears on you. So I thought that was tough. I felt like the greens, I felt like they were about the same size. Like neither one of them are very big. Right. Southern Hills, the greens, I felt like were pretty small. I don't know what you thought. Uh, they weren't big. I think it's like the greens were, I th- yeah, I you know it's like the landing at it, spots are small. The, that's what I was gonna say is that the greens are large. They're they're not, they're medium, but there's a lot of places you don't want to be. Yeah, and I mean hell on the eleventh hole, or was that the par three? Yeah, yeah, that was like we all got tossed on that one. Yeah, like we went. I I, I think three out of four players went bunker to bunker or went over the green. Yeah, just went like chipping around like it was a joke. Yeah, luckily I ended up in the short bunker. Short of the hole. Yeah, I mean, so you had, had a great, lot of green to work with. Yeah. But, and you were coming off a of birdie. Just coming off a of birdie. It's nasty. Just feeling like Tiger Woods, just Dude. stepping up. Just like, yeah, I got I, the shot. Did you, here's a fun fact for you. We played 12 holes. We played 12 holes. Didn't have a par. Yeah. Wait, on the back nine, you didn't have a par? I didn't have a par anyway. You went birdie. I went birdie, bird. bogey, bogey. 
Oh, 10, 11, 12. I was either going to birdie 13 or part. I was 120 out looking right at the flag. I was I, like, I'm I going a perfect wedge. I'm going back in the morning. We got rained out from a lightning delay. And then hit my ball. I got a tee out there. We just hit hit me a ball. I'll, I'll, I'll hit one for you. Yeah. This one's for Riggy. Yeah. <laughs> I think your, your ball's still there. Oh, I'll, it better be there in the morning. If it's not there, I'm, I'm quitting. Yeah. I, uh, I actually, I was playing the other day and I dropped a speaker. It fell off my bag and I was the last person to tee off. I went into the approach time and I was like, Hey, did the speaker come in? And they're like, no. So I went out to look for it. And it wasn't there. And I was like, well, somebody stole it. So <laughs> who like, who picked it up? Yeah. Like someone picked it up and was like, I'll have that. <laughs> they're like, yeah, they're not going to need it. What, what, like, as you go around in the world, you, you seem like a kind of a principled person. Like what, what like kind of drives you crazy? What don't you understand in the world? In the world? Yeah. Man, that could go anywhere. Um, <laughs> I think for me, common sense. Lack of it. Yeah. Or you're like, I actually hate common sense. <laughs> no, the lack of it. The lack of it. Yeah. Like golf course, for example. Okay. We played today. Playing a great course. Clearly nobody in front of us fixed their ball marks. That was weird, actually. I was noticing that. And... Like, I find that very common. Yeah, that's a lot of courses. Yeah. And it's like, dude, like, takes no effort to. Yeah, it's not hard to do. If you can't find your ball mark, fix somebody else's. I like that. It's not hard to do, and it makes a big difference. It makes a huge difference. In the golf course itself, yeah. Yeah, Yeah. it's definitely like, uh, you know, I'll notice sometimes when I'm at dinner and people don't push their seat back in. Yeah. So it's kind of the same thing. Yeah. Little things that little things. you feel like should be done. Yeah. And yeah, like stuff like that. Yeah. I agree with you. Stuff like that gets on my nerves. What about in the car? Uh, not on the track, but just driving around town. Oh, like driving around town? A lot of, uh, lot of dude, non There's so zone. much stuff. I, I don't need people to use their blinkers. Like stuff like that doesn't bother me. Yeah. But, you know, four way stops. When people are just like, <laughs> who goes? Well, who stopped first? Yeah. Oh God. And then you know it's a right of way. If you stop at the same time, it's the driver to the right or something. Yeah. Which like, is like no one knows that. That's why, I like, when I stop, I just like if you get aggressive and just go, like everybody else stops. <laughs> uh, Even in the minivan, you're yeah. just like. Rah. I've only had a minivan, I think, twice. Wait, I would love to just have footage of you driving around some like. Put a lot of friends in. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think, Uh, you know, when I'm driving, the thing that uh, kind of bothers me sometimes is like um, when um, the uh, left lane lurkers. Okay. I was getting ready to go there, like driving to Tulsa from Fort Worth. Yeah. You did it last night. Did it last night. Yeah. There's not many of us on the road. I'm running in the right lane mostly because as soon as i pass somebody running by the way you don't say running if you're not a pro driver i'm running in the right yeah. lane <laughs> like yeah. i'm yeah. running on the inside yeah, okay exactly. all right i got yeah. you <laughs> so when you pass somebody yeah just pull over get right back in the right lane. for sure leave the left lane open so for i'm sure. the same way on that but so i'm running constant speed right Cruise pass, control? Cruise control or just... Uh, but either one. Sometimes yeah. I go back and forth. Do you fuck with cruise control or you prefer just 
manual. Uh, I go both. Okay, cool. I did both on the way here. All right. Uh, and this car, I'd pass it. Oh, God. Pull over. In like a mile, they would pass me. And I'm like, what are you doing? Change your mind, huh? And then like I could tell they were on their phone. They're like weaving in front of me. And all of a sudden, they're slowed up 10 miles an hour. I blow by them. Yeah. Pull back over. They pass me five, six times. Oh, my God. See, that's when I'm just like 120 later. Just I'm like, going so far away, away from, from you them. that you'll never catch up yeah, to me. I almost did that, but then I didn't. I was like, yeah, I don't want a ticket. Yeah, it's good. You Have you ever driven on the Autobahn? Have you ever been in? No. Dude, we got to go. Think about it. Do you care about that or no? Actually, no, I did. There's no speed limit, dude. Yeah, no. So I was on a USO tour. Okay. And... uh I went to Romstein, the Air Force Base. Oh yeah, yeah. And we were on. I said the that auto- like I've been there. Yeah, what we am were, I talking about? Yeah, we were. We were on. <laughs> I was in a van, not a minivan, but a bigger van. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Yeah. I wasn't even driving, but yeah. I was like, there's no speed limit, and we're there's in no this. speed limit, though. Yeah. And the drivers that the reason what made me think about it is because the drivers are hella polite. So, is there less accidents on that than there are on a regular interstate? I want to know. Great question. Great question. Maybe Joe look can that pull up, up for us. Maybe Joe can pull that shit up because it's a great question. I bet it's safer. I'll bet it's safer because there is more responsibility on yourself. Yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, most people crash because they're not paying attention, dude. I've but been, if you're running 120, yeah, you might want to pay it's attention. The fastest you've ever driven on a public road? Public road, like 125 or something. Whoa, weak, dude. Yeah, come on. Yeah. <laughs> It's crazy. Simon's driven faster than that, and he's like 20 years old. Yeah. What's Simon? your fastest speed? 150. Yeah, see? I finally took I it. Have, I have a car that will do 200, but I haven't done it. Yeah. All right, so the uh, does the Autobahn have more accidents? Uh, the Autobahn does experience fewer vehicle-related accidents than the U.S. It means that the German highway experiences, yeah, uh, whatever. It's, it's, they're, it's safer. They're I believe it. I mean, I'll also, I mean, one of the things Texas that could Texas Highway's got to be safer. Oh, yo, Texas drivers, I got to I gotta file a complaint, dude. What? They're not good. I got to file a complaint, man. It's just like, I don't know why they're not interested in really, I think the speed limit is both don't go too much faster than this, but also like, let's not go, go slower. much slower than that. Yeah. It's like all around Austin, this is like, the speed limit on the freeway is like 70. There are cars going like 58. Middle of town, 35, they're going 27. Yeah, that bugs me. And you're just like, hey, ho, you can go 40 and it's no problem. No one's going to, you're not going to get a ticket. Yeah. And so there's a lot of varying speeds. And that's probably yeah. the da- most dangerous thing, even when you're racing. No, no. It's, the, it's the difference so people in people ask me all the time, how, is it hard to go the speed limit? Like when you get done racing. Oh, right. Like they're like, how, like do you speed on the way? It's the actually airport? a really good question. And it's No. Like you go the flow of traffic, right? Right. So like when you're racing at 200, everybody's doing 200 doesn't seem that fast. And the road's big and there's not like yeah, but mailboxes. Like when you're on the interstate and everybody's doing 80, completely fine. If you run up on somebody that's doing 50 and you're running 80, you're like, well, I'm flying. Yeah. You know, so like that disparity in speed. Yeah. As the weather gets warmer, Factor can help you spend less time at home in the kitchen and more on the course. Factor makes it easy 
for me to eat clean 24-7 with fresh, never-frozen mm-hmm. prepared meals that are so delicious you wouldn't believe they're actually good for you. Factor offers 30 meals per week. Each f- Let's do it, JoJo. Each f- factor meal provides, provides pre-prepared and is ready to eat in two minutes. That doesn't say you're not supposed to eat it in two minutes, but you will be ready to start eating in two minutes. If you're into it, you'll be ready, though. I can eat that in two minutes. I could. It's good. We could probably do it in the length of a pod break. So I maybe next time we'll just. I could create a meal and then eat it. I loved it. They're faster and cheaper than ordering in. Factor employs registered dietitians and expert chefs to work hand-in-hand creating meals with nutritious ingredients. Some of my favorites from the past week. Ooh, the queso fundido was extraordinarily memorable. And uh, the cilantro cauliflower rice. Wait, what is Is your mouth watering? It's watering a little bit. Do you have the soap thing watering? with cilantro? Did you say moderate? It's well, you know, the saliva. It just gets upside in the way down of the, w. the M and the W flips it upside down. The cacio e pepe with roasted broccoli and cauliflower. My mouth is watering. Oh, I had that one. That you know, the right amount of pecorino romano. I'm just as dumb as a dog over here. My mouth is just dripping wet. Citrus mojo Cuban pork with wild rice wow. and stewed black beans. Sounds good for you and good for your soul. Imagine having a party and all of that being ready in two minutes. Factor makes it easy for you to do all that. 24-7. Head over to go.factor75.com slash EAL show 120 and use the code EAL show 120 to get $120,000 off. No, sorry. That's a typo. Jojo, why did you write $120,000 off? They gave me $120,000. They didn't. That's, there's, that's not possible. $120 off. They will pay you one. Anyway, you're going to get a discount. And you're going to use the code EALSHOW120 at go.dr75.com slash EALSHOW120. What are you looking forward to? Like, what's, what's the thing that you're, like, working for that you want? I feel like me, like our sport is tough. You know, like we, I had success in the Xfinity series, won two championships and a bunch of races and then moved up to the cup series and had a little success, but not like the success that I had, you know, and, or, or what I would like to achieve. And so we've won a couple races, uh, made the playoffs, you know, contended for wins, you know, finished second quite a few times, but like winning on a consistent basis, battling for championships, uh, stuff like that's what I look forward to, uh, on the racing side of things. Um, getting married soon. So definitely looking forward to where's the wedding. Uh, Charleston. Nice dude. Yeah. But you're not in Charleston. You're in Charlotte. Charlotte. Yeah. Charleston is one of those beautiful towns out around. Dude, it's man. great. Yeah. Great golf. You gonna play golf? Yeah. I was thinking about you gonna play some golf. Yeah, probably golf the morning of. Yeah. <laughs> my uh, my best friend got married in um in Australia, and I flew down to go to the wedding, and then um he and I went on a six day honeymoon, right after the wedding, and it was a golf trip. Just he and I went on a golf trip for six days. Wow, she so, was cool with that. So yeah, well, I mean, you know, it's like Australia. So I'm just thinking you could you could potentially work that into your deal, you know? Okay. Charleston, you know, four days, Kiowa. Are you setting this up? I could make this happen. Okay. I could I could work on a golf trip. All right. Do you do do you do golf trips as well or not really? Uh not really. I mean like some of our golf events that we do as our group, like we'll travel to you know, Sage Valley or 
You just played Sage. Mountains, yeah. I've never um, played it. It's cool. It looks like it's cool. bonkers. The par three is sick. Yeah. Lit at night. Yeah. Do you prefer night races or day races? Uh, I think the racing is better during the day. Okay. Because the track's hotter, gets slick, uh, cars slide around a lot. Okay. Um, just the cars have less grip, so I think there's better racing. Interesting. But the night races are cool because, I mean, the cars look better. It just looks... Flames coming out of the side. Like, yeah. when we bottom out, you see sparks. And so, I think the Bristol night race is probably one of my favorite races that we do. Yeah. Is there a, is there a smell that you're just like, my guy? Like, the car? Like, is it... Is it... Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's... De- like, you walk through the garage when everybody's kind of warming up their engine. Yeah. To get ready for the race or ready for practice. And you're like... Here yeah, we go. we're in the right spot. And is that is it like exhaust or is it like yeah. it's like oil or like yeah, it's the fumes. <laughs> Everybody's like, you know, I mean, you're not standing right by the exhaust pipe. But. When I was a kid, I used to love the smell of gasoline. So yeah, my sister used to stand behind my mom's car when she was like <laughs> warming it up. You know, like gasoline smells good, dude. It's a good smell. Like it's I'm not, gonna I mean, go open up the tank right now. It's not recommended to just like. <laughs> It is not good. Can you see how bad it is for you? Just can you just how much does one sniff yeah. of gasoline anyway. like kill your brain cells? It's it's the smell, just the smell. Well, you didn't say you like to drink. I don't. I've never drink. drank. Has anyone drank gasoline? <laughs> I mean, I've tasted it on accident. Yeah, like working on a dirt bike and you know gasket yeah. on you. And you're have like, you ever had to siphon gas? Yes, and see, I've got a. Little That's when you taste it, yeah. and you're like, whoops, a little too close. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so when yeah, you, so you said your dad was building engines. He still does. And, and did that, was that a big part of your journey of like falling in love with like motors? Yeah. So like, I mean, I grew up, so here's kind of the timeline. My dad started racing when he was like 22. Him and my mom got married and at noon on a Saturday. And he raced that night. Hell yeah. I was born at noon on a Saturday. He raced that night. Right. Uh, And then I went to the track. I was six weeks old the first time I ever went. My mom took me and I went to the racetrack. I've probably been going on average to a racetrack for, you know, 40 to 43 weekends on average a year, my whole life. Wow. Yeah. And so that's all I've ever done. And then I started racing BMX at three and I got my first dirt bike at four. What kind of dirt bike at four? Uh, PW 50. Okay. Uh, yeah. Back then they were white, red with gold wheels. Okay. Uh, so I had that two stroke, uh, and a four stroke, four stroke. Yeah. That's a little PW 50. And then I started racing go-karts at, uh, five. Okay. And then I did that until I was 15. I got in a full size car. And so your dad is like, fucking stoked yeah he's like let's go you know what i mean yeah right? so like, like my he, dad he, he was good really good around home uh yeah. won a bunch of races and uh he built engines for a living and so i grew up in the engine shop with him and like i would go work there with him and you know spend a lot of time with him was there anything about the engine that you remember like learning or or, or understanding that you were like oh wow um Really kind of all of it, really. I mean, like, like I would wash parts and stuff like that. And then 
eventually I moved to where I was like, I would tear the engine down all the way from start to finish, clean everything up, look at stuff and be like, Oh, this looks bad. Or what kind know. of engine are we talking about? Uh, V8s. A V8. Yeah. So you got like gaskets, valves, everything. Yeah. Cams. Yeah. Everything. He would do, he would do a full valve job. How long you does know? it take you to tear that apart? Uh, not very long. Six Two. hours? Two hours. Two, three hours. I mean, I guess you've got all the tools. It's already out of the end. It's already out yeah, of the car. It's already out of the car. Yeah, it's on. Oh, an okay. Stand. So it's like all the manifolds are off and everything like that. Yeah. Radiator, you're good. Yeah. Okay, because that's that's a lot of the work. That's most. That's a lot of work. Yeah. Okay. Not yeah. like I know what I'm talking about. I was. Yeah, you do. I mean, that was all. Not really. That was all part of it. I mean, <laughs> you watched enough movies. Yeah. Say, yeah. <laughs> that's the extent of it. Yeah. Yeah. I was into dirt bikes. I actually rode a motorcycle across country. Really? Yeah, and then I and then I bought a dirt bike, and it was like a it was a uh, I don't know, it was like a Yamaha four hundred. Yeah, and I got I fell off it on the it, on like a at OHV area in in California, and I fell off it by myself, and I was like, this is if I'm falling without anyone fucking with me, you know what I mean? Like I, I'm 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 struggling, and I'm on my own. Yeah, like imagine if it was someone else, because everyone in LA at the time, like. I had friends who were getting doored and things like that, yeah. and they got the collarbone, and they're in the hospital. I'm not big on two wheels on the street, dude. Can we just say that that's like a different animal? It is. Like I, I grew up riding dirt bikes. Yeah, love being in the woods. You know, trail riding. You know, or on tracks. But dude, street bikes and stuff like that kind of sketched me out. Mainly because yeah. again, nobody pays attention. Nobody. Right? Dude, they're, I mean, everybody's texting. They're not supposed they're People are texting so badly that they're going to the extra degrees to tell you not to text. Yeah. Even though you should already know. Yeah. Because you, you think you can do it. You're like, practice makes perfect. Everybody does it. Right. It's, <laughs> it's, it's terrible. Yeah. It's, it's like kind of the craziest thing. Like if aliens just came to look at Earth and they were like, why is there a sign that says don't text and drive? And like four out of ten are texting and driving. It's got to be higher than four out of ten. <laughs> it's so no crazy. doubt it's higher than four. It's out so crazy. 10. By the way, I'm driving. To, I I we we I drove down from Chicago to get here this morning. Dude, we met not in the middle, but we met somewhere. Yeah, and like this morning, I was on a conference call. I mean, I was driving. But okay. someone else is operating it. But there was an iPad on the dashboard with like a full on video call. Yeah. <laughs> and, and we pulled by a cop and Landon took the iPad down. And I was like, what is it? Are we not allowed to drive with an iPad on the dashboard? And he was like, I don't think so. <laughs> I just figured it was fine. You know, like. I know in Chicago, you wouldn't have done that. Illinois but, is bad. Yeah, they're bad. Yeah. But like, but like, well, you, can, you can't talk on a phone. I don't know. It's a, the driving thing is crazy. Like the way, the way that we. I think we underestimate the seriousness of what's happening on the road. Yeah. Dude, uh, a friend of mine was running like 40 miles an hour on his Harley and somebody pulled out in front of him. You know, he Man. went over their hood. Yeah. Like, yeah, it's just and a he lot. Wasn't even, like, like nobody was going fast at all, but still like it was a massive crash. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, yeah. I'm not great with two or I'm not, like super four two wheels on the street. I don't even like, I don't even like them near me. Yeah. I like mean, I, I pay way more attention when they're around. Yeah. I see them combined. I'm just like, get, get away. Like you just go past me. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like I don't, 
Cause, cause there's just so many things that you can't control. Like, especially with trucks, like how is it, how is there a truck and a motorcycle both on the same road? If you really think about it, that's like yeah, a whale I mean, and a salmon just right next to each other. Yeah. That's a good way to put it. And then Ricky's there in his minivan running 50 in the right. Yeah. No, I don't do, I look a couple times in a minivan, not, not a big fan of the minivan. <laughs> I feel like I could see you in like a matte black Pacifica like, yeah, with I, like some rims. Yeah. I feel like because I said I drove a minivan once, you're like, oh, dude, he drives a minivan <laughs> all the time. All what's the, the, what's the, uh, what's the fiance driving? What does she drive? Yeah. What does she uh, BMW X5 or something. Cool. Yeah. She, she got a nicer car than I do. Yeah, I'm kind of like she does have a. You have a dually. I, I drive the dually, and around. she's got a Beamer. Well, she loves cars. Like she's really? a car girl. Yeah, um, she's into cars. How did y'all meet? Uh, so her, so I have a dirt sprint car team. Okay, races all across the country, uh, and I hired her brother. Good tactic. No, I didn't. I didn't Solid. Know, I didn't know. Um, <laughs> I didn't know a about his sister uh, or about Madison and until after I hired him. Uh, but then we just met and, um, she worked actually for another, uh, NASCAR team. Interesting. Yeah. And we met like a little bit before COVID. Okay. And then we started hanging out kind of during COVID and right here we are. Does she still work for the other team? No. Yeah. No. Can't do that. No. Uh, so what, she, how did that, um, did she just naturally say, I'm going to, I can't do that. Or were you yeah, like, I need you still to working in our sport. Okay. Um, and she works on more of the sponsor relations side of cool. things, um, with a, a team and a driver that's, uh, in the Xfinity series. Okay, cool. Yeah. And if that driver comes into the cup series, then what? Uh, I mean, she would, she could still do it if she wanted to, but you would be like, uh, like, I mean, you got to pick a Trying side. Trying to make someone right? else's no. money? Come on. <laughs> got to pick a side, right? <laughs> got to pick a side. Yeah. No, she, uh, she's awesome. She yeah. loves this. She loves Does our she... sport. She's not a massive golf person. Yeah. Um, Does she like to drive the X? Does she like to drive the car fast? Yes. She drives fast. Yeah. I think that's a good sign. Yeah. So I... I normally don't drive fast on the road anymore. But she does. She does. Does it scare you? No. Yeah, she's a good driver. It. Yeah. 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 I ride. I don't mind riding. Really? No. Do some drivers mind riding? They mind being in the passenger seat? Yeah. Some of them like have to drive. I feel like I could see you being really uncomfortable in an Uber. So I didn't get Uber on my phone. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Pick a year. When did Uber come out? Do you know? 2008. Is that a, that's, there's no way you know the number that fast. That can't be easy. No, he's 2008. Is it true? When did it become popular? There's no way. I'm going to say, the, I'm going to say 2014. Okay. There's no way it was just I need to know. 2008. I probably didn't get Uber maybe, maybe on my phone. Wow. Okay. This guy. He must've just watched the show on Showtime. He just watched that show with Travis. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So I, I probably didn't have Uber on my phone until 2019. Why? You don't need it. I don't oh, need it, go. but <laughs> <laughs> if you have Uber, then you have to pay for it. 
if you don't have Uber, somebody else has to pay for it. <laughs> hey, can someone call an Uber? Uh, uh, Ricky, you I go would, ahead. You're like, I don't have it. Yeah. You're like, I don't have any service. Yeah. Also, I don't really want to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, I just, I, I never use it that often. That's pretty uh, smart. I'm going to delete Venmo. I'm going to delete all these other apps. From it. I don't have Venmo. I can't, can't pay can't, you back. I can't pay you. Do you take cash? Do you? <laughs> I don't have that either. <laughs> yeah. No, yeah, it was like 2000, uh, yeah, 19. Okay. I, I think I, I used it for the first time. I was flying into Santa Barbara, somewhere out there. Yeah. And I needed a ride down to Ventura. That's a long ride. Is it Santa Barbara? Santa Barbara would be much closer. Sacramento would be like, like an hour, four yeah, hours. Not Sacramento. That'd be, so that'd Santa be a bitching first Uber ride. <laughs> yeah. You're like, all right, pal, yeah. I'm new to the app. We're going for 200 yeah, miles. So they're like, I was going from there to a dirt race. <laughs> you would immediately have a zero rating. Yeah. Like they would immediately. Like, but the guy, dude, he was super cool. And, was he? Um, I wonder what your Uber rating is. I don't know. I wonder what it is. Can I? Do you? What do you think it up? is? I feel like it's. I feel like it's probably pretty good. I feel like you empathize with the drivers. Uh, uh, I think you just hit your upper. Yeah, you just hit the. Oh, <laughs> did you see that? Did is you yours see not it? good? It's not that good. <laughs> I could be. It could be high. Top right corner. Five o. Five point o. Yeah. I cannot wait to come and and hang. Yeah. And check this out and smell it. Yeah, you know I mean, I just want to be yeah, around. Right it. there with the pit stops. Yeah. On the pit box. I'm I'm totally down to volunteer on the pit crew. Yeah, I feel like I could be a good value add. What do you think you'd do? Um, I'd be good probably like overseeing, you know? Overseeing. Maybe okay. maybe I don't need a direct task, you know? Okay. But more like, well, you guys good? Are we good? Yeah. Are we good? Hey, he's coming in. Everyone get ready. <laughs> yeah. This is happening. Yeah. I mean, our pit stops are no mistakes. Nine, ten seconds. No. Yeah. Nobody fucked us up. Yeah, which is yeah. important. And then I've and then afterwards, I could really give everybody some feedback too. Like, hey, you know, I, watch some film. Yeah, let's go take a look at this. Yeah. I feel like I could have seen you more in your lower back here. You know. <laughs> Breaking eleven because we need to be under eleven seconds. Guys, we got it. Was this one's way too long? You know, we yeah. got to speed it up. Yeah. Pace of play. Uh. Yeah. And hey, my. Uh, quite a few of my pit crew guys like to golf. Dude, let's all go play. Yeah, that'd be amazing. Yeah, a little so, team building. Do you play with that much, or is it no? So like, are they they're working when you have time off? Most of the time, yeah. Yeah, but like, so like, my team guys are different than my pit crew guys. Okay. So the pit crew guys, we actually source those from somebody else's. Well. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because we're a single car team, right? And for us to put the time and effort into a pit coach you know, of training facility for like, there's a lot that goes into it. Right. And so we actually hire ours from another team. Interesting. Yeah. Is that public? Is it people know that? Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. That's yeah. interesting. But, uh, but they've been solid this year. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, I mean, if you want to put a team together and try out, I guess. Yeah. I mean, I got three guys I can think of right now. Like, you yeah. know, Simon would be good at it. You only need five. No, it's not, no shade, Jojo. I just mean like, Simon's just like, he's, Need a tire carrier, a couple tire changers. Yeah. Gas man. Gas. Gas man. Yeah. (laughs) The gas man is definitely, you need to definitely be a weirdo to be the gas man. (laughs) Got to be strong. You got to be strong and nothing's got to phase you. Yeah. And you've got to really not mind the smell of gasoline because it's always on you, I'm sure. Yes. Yeah. How heavy is that hose? That might be your job. That might be, I'm the gas man. (laughs) Yeah. Honestly, I've been on the road for a few days. I have a little gas. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What's your go-to meal before driving? 
It stays pretty consistent uh, as far as it's normally some kind of grilled chicken. Yeah. Squash, zucchini, some rice, something. Yeah. My guy's simple. from LA, dude. This is this is an LA meal. That is. That's yeah. That's not that's not a miss. You said you're from Mississippi. Mississippi. That's not a Mississippi lunch. No. <laughs> What's no. a Mississippi lunch? Uh, fried catfish with some tartar <laughs> sauce on it. Some French fries, onion rings. <laughs> that's not going to do you right. That's not going to be that good in a hundred fifty no, degree box. No, but I mean it is good, but not like this past week. I had. Uh, <laughs> This past week, I had a stuffed pepper with some uh, ground turkey in it. Sounds amazing. Yeah. I keep it, try and keep it pretty clean before the race. Yeah, you need to keep it light. You don't need yeah. like oils and cheeses and stuff. No. I was just But in, now after the race, dude. Oh, yeah. Like I hammered in and out on the way here. Oh, dude. In and out is so good. Two double doubles on the way here. Two double. That's a, that's a lot. Two double no doubles. No fries. I didn't get fries. Just really? two no, fr- The fries are the best part. I do like fries animal style, but like driving so much easier to yeah. eat two double doubles instead. You're right. I like that. You're just focused. Protein, but more protein. Yeah, and you're trying to move. I'll looked, do the fries. I looked at the line. Yeah. Bolted inside. Got it. I'll, got back in the car and it only put like 4 or 5 minutes on to my uh arrival time. It's a good. It's a good time. That's a good pit yeah. stop day. I was in and Sorry. Out quick. I was just I was just I'm just laughing cuz I was in Wisconsin before this. Have you been have you been up there much? Yeah. You got the cheese curds? Have you yeah. done the cheese curds? Dude, I had cheese curds at I had cheese curds for breakfast. Dude, cheese and curds are great. They're good. Have you ever come to They're North great. Carolina? Yeah. Have you ever been to a cookout? Uh, well, I don't know. Like, yeah, but I mean, no, what does like that mean? A, no, not like somebody's house a cookout, but yeah. like the there's a fast food joint called Cookout. Oh, no, I haven't been. No. Okay. That was confusing. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, it was, I've been to a yeah, cookout. Yeah, I've been to a few cookouts. We have them all the time. Like, but, you mean a barbecue uh, or like a. Their cheese curds are really good. At cookout. Yeah. At the cookout. Yeah. The cookout. I just, what I'm trying they to get They had like to... 48 different milkshakes you can get. Dude. We keep talking about milkshakes. And they have quesadillas, burgers, chicken tender. I mean, they have everything hot yeah. dogs. Is this like a checkers? Uh, no. Culver's? No, call it no. Is it? Is it? No, because they have Garden? everything. Is it? But it's fast we food. Could, we could all eat for like twenty bucks. <laughs> <laughs> They're big time racers too. They love racing. So wait, is it? A, it's a chain. Yeah. Okay. There's like three hundred twenty-four of them. That's a lot. How do you know, know exactly sure the number? That's bizarre. I don't know why I said three twenty. Oh, are they a sponsor? No. Oh. <laughs> They're no, gonna they're be. Not. <laughs> no, but they do. They're uh, they're kids. Like they they're into racing. Like they're, but they're. I think they started in North Carolina. Okay. Yeah, they're venturing. I mean, like we got one in Mississippi now. Cool. Yeah. So you should check them out. All right, North Carolina. Out. Yeah. When you come to a race over that way. Yeah, where's the best race to go to? And we'll leave with this. Like thinking, like, uh, what? What? When does the season end? September. November. November. So does it get harder towards the end of the year? No, I mean our tracks are. I mean, like more like intense. Uh, it can. Right. It can. Like our playoffs start in September. Okay. Um, it's maybe I'll come like August September. What's so the best? I think you should come to the Bristol Night Race. Yes, I mean you did bring that it's up already. My favorite race. Okay. There's good golf around there. Yes. 
There's a place called the Virginian and a place called the Old Farm. Okay. Bristol. Uh, nice. Really good Bristol. places to play. And it's down the road from the track. Oh, hell yeah. It's How far is Bristol, mile? Tennessee from like Nashville or whatever? Where is it near? Uh, It's closer to Knoxville. Oh, I've never been there. To Knoxville? I've heard Knoxville is really cool. There's like a museum and everything. Yeah, or there's all kinds of stuff. In yeah, there's a lot yeah. of cool stuff. Yeah, it's like uh, two hours from Knoxville, I think. Okay, cool. There's an airport, Trash Cities, I think, is where you would fly into. Like, if you're, but like, it's like f- four hours from Nashville. Okay, cool. September 17th. Yeah. We should do an event, dude. So, uh, Bristol, half mile. Okay. It's like a coliseum. It's not that long. 60,000 people. Okay, cool. That's that's full. a lot of people. 160,000 people? Yeah. Can you hear them? Uh, no. No, you can't hear shit. No, it's loud. You're just hearing. What RPMs are you running? Uh, top RPM around 8,700 grain. That's fucking a lot, man. Yeah. I mean, you must just be in the car like, this thing's going to explode. <laughs> right? Uh, this weekend at Texas, like, our end of the straightaway speed, like, we were like 9,000, 9,100. It was screaming. That's a lot. Dude. Screaming. Man, I cannot wait, dude. Yeah, let's do it. All right, September 17th, I'll be there. Mark it down. Mark it. Dude, Ricky, it's been a pleasure, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, I'm looking forward to uh, I'm looking forward to September. It's not far away. Yeah, September 17th. Best race of the year. Dude. I'm already getting fucking stoked. All right, y'all. Thanks, Ricky. We'll see you soon.